0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Love at First Psych, a Psych First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am your host, Jay Christie, joined as always by Andre Barrera, who's wearing a hat. Andre, how are you doing?
1: I'm good, man. How are you doing? You recovered? I'm doing
0: well. Uh, We're here to talk about Season 3, Episode 5 of Psych. Sorry, Season 5, Episode 5. Jeez. Yeah. Of My brain's Scrambled. Season 5, Episode 5 of Psych. Sean and Gus in Drag Racing. Um, which you know, I actually heard that uh, there are a couple that in ten different Republican states they're trying to outlaw Sean and in and drag racing.
1: I believe that, yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, in Florida, it's basically happened. Uh, but no, uh, it's an episode about street racing, about the Fast and the Furious. Basically, it's basically the Fast and the Furious parody episode. And anyone who follows my other podcast, Marvel Cinematic University, knows that on our Patreon, we actually just finished the Fast and Furious movies. We did one a month. For over a year. Because we took... There were two months where Anthony was on paternity leave. So it's we did 13 consecutive months of Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> um, and was uh, absolutely terrible. I mean, it was fine because it was one a month. It's like, you know, one movie a month. And I, there are, like, three that I think are straight up. I would say there are four that are unambiguously good. Two that I think are almost great. I mean, even... Like, so I... I it only a couple of them were really a problem, but even then, like, the secret about podcasting is, th- if a movie is good or bad, it's kind of irrelevant whether or not it makes a good podcast, Is if it's interesting, you know what I mean? Like, the bad Fast and Furious movies are interesting to talk about, so it was a good time, so it's very fresh in my head, but what's your relationship to, you You just actually first, what well, just watched the first Fast and Furious for the first time, right?
1: Correct, yeah, I watched, um, the first one I ever watched was Fast and the Furious, t- Too Fast, Too Furious, I'm sorry, um... <laughs> And I watched that with my uh sister and her boyfriend at the time. Mm. Um sorry, hold on, I have to three six I have to, three zeros. Sorry. Um my wife just added me for some sort of code. Mm. No wait. Three six zero zero six eight five. Sorry okay anyways uh so yeah i watched that one for the sorry i watched two fast and furious for the first time um i thought it was fine i was like 14 or something maybe i don't know how old was i what was two fast and furious two fast and furious was 2003 i want to say so i was 16 15 15 probably if it was in the summer um so i watched that i don't really remember i just remember cole
0: hauser being a psycho He's um, plays, then, I believe. In, I think he's Cuban or Argentinian. I think.
1: I don't think so. I don't think he's any of. He's those
0: definitely things. Hispanic. He's definitely Hispanic. I don't think so. I mean, I'm his character's name. Let me look at. His name is Carter Verone, and he that is. Then it's unclear up, who he plays. No, what? No, Colhauser. This is what it is. Carter Verone is a ruthless former Argentinian drug lord. <laughs>
1: The worst Argentinian person I've ever seen in my life.
0: I'm aware. That's why I'm pointing out that it's funny.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, I watched that. And then I don't think I watched another Fast movie until Fast 7. Mm-hmm. When all my friends, like, we started getting yeah. together to watch every Marvel movie and every yeah. Fast movie. Mm-hmm. And I think I've seen all the Fast movie. Sorry, I haven't seen Fast. I, I started watching um, Tokyo Drift. And then mm-hmm. HBO crapped out, and it didn't like bring it back. Yeah. And then I didn't see Fast Four, Five, Six, Fast Six, Fast Five, or Fast Six.
0: Fast Five I is seen... the best one, I would say. I, I I think anyone who says it isn't is full of shit. Like it's it's one of the, it might be one of the best action movies of the 21st century. It's it's uh, yeah. It's like
1: finding out that like what your preferred version of getting killed is. To me. That-
0: I mean, I understand that you're not a fan of these movies, but I will at say all. I think that 5, 7, and 9 are unambiguously really good action movies, and we don't need to debate it from here because I think that we're just at an impasse. Um, now, there are some people no, who like Tokyo no, Drift, no, and they're no, wrong. No, no,
1: wrong. Yeah. There is – there's okay, there's something I'm, I'm grasping here. Okay. I, understandably. I know that, like, mm-hmm. obviously these movies take a sort of – You know really wild turn and it's very unrealistic and it kind of always has been yeah but to me it's just like when did it become a thing where like okay the first movie and this is i'm only saying this because of the first movie i just watched yeah where it was about street racing and all of a sudden it's about like nuclear submarines and going into space and yeah it's just like no that's not right it's not correct it's not it's an abomination honestly it should just be stricken from everything. See, so, yeah, I feel the face. exact
0: opposite way. I don't no. care at all. I think the first one is really mediocre. It's just a like regular mediocre two thousands movie that is, will be forgettable. Um and I don't know. I just I, I know I know you your opinion is very common. People are like, what happened with these movies? And I'm like, they realize that movies about street racing are pretty boring compared to is movies about I don't really feel people say shit about it. It's it's a common opinion among people who are not fans of the Fast movies, but are fans of, like, action movies. Like, the type of people who will, like, post a shot, a screenshot from, like, a 90, 1995 action movie and be like, look what they took from us and showing the lighting. Like, those type of people are the ones who'll be like, the first one was just, like, a regular you know, action drama movie and it, but they had to, like, ruin it. No, no, know, They ruined it in a lot of ways. Fast X is a really bad movie. Fast 8 is pretty bad. Um, Hobbs and Shaw is really mediocre. Like, there have definitely been some missteps. But I think that the answer to why did they change it is because if they didn't make it more than just street racing, there wouldn't be, like, five of them. Uh, five, like, you can only do that so many times.
1: Okay. I'm, I'm good with, like, the action stuff. But it's just, like,
0: there's, like, superhero shit going on Yes, now. I I that's think just, like, it has no place stupid. in this world. It is stupid. And it's dumb. And I think that it's... I will never argue with someone in favor of the movies on um, on the merits, but as we as we discussed on the podcast we did, which you can hear if you sign up for the Marvel Cinematic University Patreon, um, I think that there is when it is good, there is real care. That I think the fact that Vin Diesel is such a dork who takes all the stuff so seriously is both the best and the the best asset when it works, and the thing that can kind of make it bad if it doesn't because like he is doing all the superhero shit but you know damn on his mind it's like but this is a love story between dom and letty this is the most powerful love story of all time and the fact that he believes that i can feel (laughs) sorry
1: this is the last thing i'll say about it um Mm -hmm. i easily think that vin diesel is the worst part of these movies
0: i think that he is really good in the first one and then is pretty bad throughout the rest of them um, it's really th- it's really bad like it's really yeah. really really bad i can't i it. think that paul walker is also really bad i think that he's been, it's, he's been dead for over it. a decade he's one of the worst actors i've ever seen to ha- ha- headline a movie i think michelle rodriguez is legitimately excellent in them um I, she's
1: michelle rodriguez
0: i made the argument on the pod and i think you'd agree that michelle rodriguez like loki probably deserves like the fourth spot on the female action hero matt rushmore just in terms of the resume she has i mean so what is it, Linda Hamilton? Linda Hamilton, Sigourney Weaver, um, probably Charlize, and then Michelle uh, Rodriguez.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but uh, I think Sung Kang is incredible in them. I love um, Kang. Sorry, uh, I love what, what's Han. his name? Han. Han. And I like then yeah, Han. I, mean, I
1: like I like Ludacris. I don't really care for Tyrese.
0: No, he's kind of bad. I think that. Um, I think John Cena is really good in nine, and they don't really know what to do with him in ten, like every character in ten. But once again, like you know, I could talk about. I, I li- there quite literally is what. Let me see. If the if the podcast we did for the Patreon average about forty five minutes, there's eleven movies. There's over you know four hundred and eighty minutes of me talking about these movies. So I'm going to leave it at that for now. Um, uh, but we start off with Sean and Gus when they're kids. Sorry, out- everybody. No, whatever. Well, up. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, people, when people are like, cheese, I listen to the show for a, a on topic breakdown of these psych episodes. There's not, it's not like I could find a many other podcasts doing that if I didn't care about these tangents. Anyway, Sean and Gus are pulling out, and Sean can't reach the break. Uh, and they end up basically getting caught by Pulling out Henry. of what? Well, uh, pulling out of the driveway, sorry. Thank um, you. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Henry stops them. And basically that they're not old enough to drive, you know, did you, did you ever try to steal a parent's car before you never. could drive? Yeah. That was the scariest thing that was, me. I don't know why I, I never understood kids who want to do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I just know how I was way too aware of how much insurance costs and about cars getting totaled before I was able to like step foot in a car. So no, yeah, not going to happen not, for no, no. me.
0: No. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that surprised by myself, surprise, I was a huge anxious kid and I was like, no, th- there's no way that ends well. Um,
1: also, unless, I'm you're driving over, unless
0: you're driving over a sprinkler system, exactly. Yes. Oh, damn! You really pulled that back. I was not driving, thankfully in that in that time. Uh, I was in the passenger seat. Um, yep. But it was my idea to go get Taco Bell at 1.30 in the morning, so I, I take responsibility. Um, was anyway, that on the way out or on the way in? It was on the way. We didn't. It was on the way out, but we didn't realize it until we got back. Do you remember um, your order? Yeah. I mean, I always would get a quesadilla with a. Blast! Um, what kind of quesadilla? The chicken. Okay. Um, yeah, I love the quesadilla sauce. Uh, I like it's really tangy. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, so we cut to uh, present day, and there's a there's a um, a Lamborghini being driven around. It's gonna go into like something in the container, but someone comes out with a biscuit and a ski mask on, and they steals it. And no one tries to stop him. Which I'm thinking, two like, people? So... Or is it just one? No, it's just one guy. Okay just max we learn but the thing that's crazy about it is these people are loading a stolen car like in a very sur- surreptitious way and not a single one of them has a gun <laughs> like <laughs> right yeah I mean I mean
1: I, at this point in time like you might believe that that's the case like it's just very innocuous and like they don't like actually do really bad things except for like street racing yeah. But um, we'll find out later that, yeah, they should have had a biscuit on them.
0: No, but sure. no, but the people he's stealing from aren't – aren't that's not his crew. That's the, that's the people that um, uh, stole um, – no, you're right. It is his crew. Sorry. I made yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. It yeah. is his crew. Sorry. And so it gets stolen. And Lassie and Jules here on the radio, that Lamborghini, got stolen. And because Lassie is obviously the type of guy who likes cars, he um, is trying to find it out. Are, are you a car person? No, not at all. Not not. I could not – Give Lasseter shit about cars. I don't care. Um, Um,
1: But also, apparently, Lasseter has been following a case of like car, uh, what, racers or or thieves? Car thieves
0: who are street racers, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So he's been investigating them. And, you know, he decides, he tells uh, the people that respond to the call, like, they find out that the car has stopped, has stalled somewhere. Mm -hmm. He says, don't get anyone there. I want to be there. And Mm -hmm. so he wants to be the one to take all the credit for it. And so they get there and the car Mm. appears to have stalled out at the corner, like almost approaching the stop sign. Mm. And, you know, they approach from the back and we know someone's dead in there. Right. Mm. Yeah. Cause the car is like pretty. uh, It's like, it's almost impeccable. It's like, it's not really damaged that much, but Mm. the glass is shot out on the driver's side and yeah, the guy in the car is dead. And yeah, that's, that's the crime for this episode. Yes.
0: So Sean and Gus pull up to the scene and, you know, Sean's like, don't text and drive, you know, which is good advice. Don't text and drive. Um, and so they know, Sean notices a couple things that there's a, he's wearing a skull ring. Uh, the VIN number has been changed. Um, the curb has some sulfur on it and it's been rubbed off a little bit and there's wide tire treads. Those things all come back later. Um, and, uh, Sean claims, and this is, you know, interesting that him and Gus built a car just like this from scratch. Um, But Lassie does not want them on the case at all.
1: Of course he doesn't. Um, Because, you know, he's been on these street racers, thugs, for a while. And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we got a bunch of Fast and Furious references and all Mm -hmm. that. Um, And he wants this. And what Sean notices is that, clearly, there was a second car with wider tires Mm -hmm. than the Lamborghini. So he's going to hold onto that. And like you mentioned, the VIN number was altered. Um, And, you know, luckily...
0: A VIN number is what the star of the Fast and Furious movies calls a salary.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, A vehicle identification number. Um, Mm -hmm. And luckily, Chocolate Einstein's on the scene. But he doesn't get a lot to do
0: right now, unfortunately. No. So we cut to the police station, and Lassie's basically doing a simulation where he's figuring out where the shot took place based on extrapolating how long it took the car to slow down. Um... And, you know, Sean's joking that Lassie's car, if it goes 88 miles an hour, he goes back in time, but he's not going to take his sister to the prom. And I love Gus. It's like, it was his mother, and it was the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. I was just making a joke. Yeah, but you got it wrong. Which, I'm of the opinion, and this is the thing that has caused me much consternation in my life, that if you're factually incorrect with a joke, it always, it's at the very, at the very least, half as funny. Like, specificity is the root of humor, in my opinion. And so I think that Sean did deserve to be corrected there um absolutely because it's obviously his mother like that's the whole plot of the movie yeah
1: and like he's a very reference heavy person so mm-hmm. you need to get that right period
0: <laughs> exactly um and so uh sean points out the things about the treads and the vin number and um last he says tell me something i don't know and sean points out that uh america has never lost a war when donkeys were in use um which is interesting i didn't know that um Same. It, it reminds me of the there's a similar joke in um Austin Powers and Goldmember, where Beyonce says, tell me something I don't know. Terrible and believe, movie. And I believe Mike Myers says, I once kissed a horse. Uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Now, the one the one sequence in the movie that I think still holds up is the bit where the subtitles are getting covered up. Uh, I think that's good. That's still that's still funny to me. Um. Anyway. I don't remember
1: Goldmember that much. I watched it in theaters and I
0: fucking hated it. So mm. I haven't watched it since. I recently rewatched all of them because the podcast I like was covering them. The first one's still great, yeah. Blank Jack, the best podcast. And their Patreon, just shout out Patreons. They were doing them. And Gold Member is really a mixed bag. It's not good, really. It's some of it's no, like it sucks. Some of like there's, it's one of those things where like, because Mike Myers is just an inherently like funny person on some level. There are occasionally things where, like, oh, this is a funny idea, but it just does not hold together. It's like, oh, it makes you realize how hard it is to make a pastiche comedy movie. Like it is a hot, hot high wire act to do, you know what I mean? So, like, well, to like to okay. it's cause it, yeah. I'll say this, I mean I
1: I watched all three of them. Mm-hmm. Um I think The Spy Who Shined is the best one.
0: That is, that is an opinion. Thing? That is a hot take that I that I used to have and I think if you rewatch all three of them, you'll be disabused of that notion.
1: So the first one is the best.
0: The first one is the best mostly because the Heather Graham is just significantly worse than Elizabeth Hurley is, and I think it makes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Agreed, agreed. But the first it makes part of the difference. movie,
0: the first part of the movie where like she's exposed as a robot is fucking oh. hilarious. I mean, one of the best line readings of all time is when Michael Urich says, "Vanessa fembot. unfortunately, we knew all along." <laughs> no, my favorite thing is like in like Flynn. That's my favorite movie, baby. Yeah, uh, it's just. I mean, they're great movies, but no, I think that it was like it really shows that like it's a reason why there's there's so few of them is i think it is so hard to make comedy movies that have nothing to do with real human behavior that are full like that are not like airplane parodies it's not, it's not a full parody but it's also yeah. not like a situational comedy i think it's just it's almost impossible to make and mike myers and then this, he then he made the love guru and then his career was over correctly
1: yeah to this day um for me one of my favorite things to like ever ever reference. Whether it's a yes or no situation or like a this or that. Sorry, more of a this or that. It's Spitzer
0: Swallows. Which is it, baby? <laughs> That's a great joke. Just, it's just it's a great the joke. fucking best. It's a great joke. Anyway, so um, uh, the, they're talking about the VIN number, which means it's been stolen before. And um, yeah, this is where Gus gets called chocolate Einstein because he points out the whole thing about the extrapolation. Mm-hmm. and then we notice we find out cl- who the
1: stiff is yes uh
0: the Max Contreras well as I mentioned the Carlton's humming danger music on the clip mm-hmm. and Max Contreras was a huge gambler um you know he was like uh Jim Jimmy khan slash Mark Wahlberg and he owed a lot of money to Logan Paget um a car collector and loan shark but Sean this it's pronounced paget um and Sean says let's go talk to this frog which Man, that's one of the few slurs you can still get away with.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, okay. Uh, I'm just curious. How much of a slur is it really?
0: It's it's, it's not enough where I will be afraid to say it.
1: (laughs) Okay, clearly.
0: Um, But yeah, no, I remember um,
1: reading... I I remember, like, um, you're familiar with, like, Brett Easton Ellis?
0: Yes, and I haven't read any of his work, but I... Yeah,
1: so I read the original Rules of Attraction book. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is a movie with James Vanderbeek and yeah. Shannon Sossman. Um and I remember like there's a character named Something the Frog. Mm-hmm. Leopold, maybe mm-hmm. Leonard? Leonard the Frog. Mm-hmm. And then he comes up in a movie called Glamorama. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, a book called Glamorama.
0: Um, which I if you ever do you read books? Not a ton of fiction, no. If I do it's usually like some type of biography or you know. Have you seen Have you seen
1: Rules of Attraction?
0: I have not, actually, no. That's kind of a thing. I could I go back at some point, but that was just a fully... The whole Brett Easton Ellis thing was kind of done by the time I was watching movies for adults.
1: Got it. Okay. Well, it's actually very interesting because in Rules of Attraction, the movie, James Van plays Sean Bateman, who is Patrick Bateman's brother. Yes. Right? And so there's a whole scene in that movie where it's dedicated to this character named Victor, who is Shannon Sossman's ex-boyfriend. I forgot what his name is. And I think it's, no, it's Victor. Yeah, it's Victor. So um, she's obsessed with him and he has this whole three minute scene, which is actually very iconic and spurns. There's a whole different situation. It's actually very interesting. I think if you know about it, so essentially there's a two minute scene where he goes backpacking to Europe and does all this crazy shit. And it's pretty insane. Um, And that actually was supposed to be a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they recorded a lot of stuff, but they couldn't release it ever because there was a lot of like him actually hooking up with mm-hmm. women. Mm-hmm. And can I tell you something?
0: Like, As you were saying it, I'm like, why do I know this before? And it's because, and I can cut that out if you want. The one time we met at a bar after you had your fantasy football draft, you got, we're really it got really wasted When I was already, fucking hammered? You, you told me all this already. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. You, I'm like, why do I know this? And I'm like, oh, because you put on the same spiel.
1: I was so hammered. I know. Uh, <laughs> so,
0: yes, yeah. I do.
1: Yeah, you told but me that so book. The, but that book, Glamorama, is really good. Um, I'm sure it and, is. I don't doubt it is. And Brett Easton Ellis sued Zoo, uh, Ben Siller and all them for Zoolander because it was
0: basically the same story. Well, uh, Brett Easton Ellis, I think he should have two Ts on the end of his name. That's uh, that's how I feel about that. But Yeah, um, agreed. Uh, anyway, so... Um, Sean and Gus get put on the case. They ask Henry, and basically, it's an all-hands-on-deck situation. But the thing is, they need to report to Lassie. Their job is to talk, find some street racers, figure out, you know, what the deal is, and uh, as Lassie and Jules go talk to the Frog. And so um, their only experience with street racers is everything they learn from The Fast and Furious. Um, and yeah, so we cut to... Lassie and Jules going to meet uh Paget, Paget, and I do love Mr. Paget. it's pronounced Paget. and what does Lassiter say? I don't know. He says, I've heard it both ways. Oh, correct. Yeah, and so he's clearly doing the thing that a, a shady person does it was like, oh, he was just a business associate, he worked for me occasionally, you know, that type of thing, but yeah. uh, you know, he's a two-bit loan shark. Correct. But he admits that Max... Again,
1: was a business associate, but he was a gifted mechanic and artist of some renown. And um, so, you know, Paget Paget uh, correctly mm-hmm. deduces that he might be suspected of a sus- as a suspect. Mm-hmm. And I love also that it's Angus McFadden, who I think is, I, you know, he's known as like the guy from Saw 2? Um,
0: Saw 3. Saw 3. Yeah, I re- i just watched all of them, and I honestly, didn't recognize him from it. Yeah, because i so which one saw? Th- what the fuck happens in Saw three again?
1: Saw three is the one where the girl has to do the brain surgery on.
0: Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. Or is that Saw two? No, Saw two is the one where they're all in the house and Sean yeah, and yeah. Smith. Yeah,
1: Saw three. 3- saw three is the one where the girl has to do like brain surgery on him.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's Thel- J- Jigsaw's on his deathbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's um... the guy who has- and he ends up being the girl's. Ex-husband? No, yeah, yeah. He's the one... Like, he's in the parallel story where he's going through all this... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. It's hard so to keep fair. them straight, honestly, because I I did the thing where I watched, like, all 10 of them in a week, which, you know... I
1: get it. It's tough. That's more it's, than 10,
0: I think. Yeah. No, there are 10, because it's... So, there's, it if, goes you six, spiral, if you take into the spiral... know it's still 10. It's still 10, because it, it goes to Saw wow. 6, and then there's Saw 3D, then there's Jigsaw, and then there's Spiral from the Book of Saw, and then there's Saw X.
1: Ah, understand. okay, yeah. gotcha. I just now. Spider Saw from X the recently. Book of Saw is
0: bad. Um, yeah, but, it's pretty uh, bad. now Saw X. I, I don't know if it's hot deck. I think Saw X is the second or third best in the series. Because I, I would I say a bad. majority of them are bad. <laughs> I think Saw X is the, one, think the is the best one. I think the first one is the
1: best one. I think the first one's the best one. I don't know. Lee a really bad actor, but yeah, that's fine. But
0: I think the thing about it is, I think it's. Because it's Except it's a precedent, m- but I think a lot of it too is I think the thing it has is it has the mystery. It's it's much more about the mystery of like who the hell is doing this to us, and much less it's it's much less about the gruesomeness of it than you remember. It's much more about like the paranoia of like how the hell did this happen? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say that I would say the top three are Saw One, Saw X, and then Saw Six. Um, but that's you know just one man's opinion. Saw gotcha. Six is the one that's about the healthcare industry for some reason.
1: <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Page hasn't heard from Max Contreras no. in weeks, or he yeah, claims he claims. And yeah, but he also mentions and, that
0: this car got stolen previously.
1: Correct, but he was yeah, he was a registered owner of that car, and for whatever reason, he there's no record of that car being stolen, and he you know he says he just hasn't gone around to it yet. Mm-hmm. So you know that's
0: something to yeah. remember. So, so Sha- I'm just going to keep speeding through it. Cause we're not that the length of this episode matters that yeah. much, but, um, yeah. cause we're, yeah. I also don't want to have to knock on tangents in the future. So Sean and Gus, also cause so much of this plot recap is not actually that important. I, I really should just rewrite these to like cut out the details that are not funny or important for the episode. So Sean and Gus go to, uh, they go to their fifth like sh- garage, and Sean introduces himself uh, as Sean and his associate MC. Clap your hands with a Z, with a Z. and um, they're looking for some street racing action. And understandably, Gina is like, "Get the hell out of here!" Played by Vanessa. Gina, Lachey. was yes,
1: thank you. And any takes on Vanessa Lachey, formerly Vanessa Manila, um, host of several MTV shows in the past <laughs> and model. Um, that's about it. Yeah.
0: Yep, um, she was born in Angeles City, Philippines. Good for her. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. just looked her up on Wikipedia, on the old wiki. So um, Tommy Nick, she's Nicks Filipino. Yes, she is. Yeah, oh, nice. Tommy Nick rolls in, and uh, he's the coolest cat in the world. You can tell. He's played by Adam Rodriguez, who you, you, I feel like should have had a better career. Like it's kind of crazy that like a tall, conventionally handsome guy like him was relegated to being like third build on a CSI show, you know, it feels like he deserved mm-hmm. a little better than that. Um, CSI Miami, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, Adam Rodriguez, uh, yeah. Legend to me personally. Yeah. Uh, is he uh Mexican or is he, I don't want, I don't want I think to he's her. like Puerto Rican or something.
0: Okay. You know, I mean, yeah, you never know. Let me, look he it. is
1: Puerto Rican and Cuban.
0: Yeah. Okay. Shouts to him. Uh, I mean, he's only 48. He's still got time to do some stuff. I mean, he's good in the magic Mike movies. Um, Oh yeah, he is I mean, he looks great. I mean, it makes perfect sense. Um, Mm -hmm. And so uh, Sean and Gus argue about the fact that Sean once threw Gus's wallet on fire and told him he was a squirrel. And um, Sean tells them, tells the crew, that they're experienced street racers who dabble in flatulence. And he thinks that that's what stamp collecting is called, which, of course, is philatally. Yeah, I didn't know that. I I knew about, like, numismatist. I know that's, like, coin coin collecting. Yeah, Um, But, Yeah. yeah. Sure. I once, when I thought, I, when I was 15 and thought I was funny, my Twitter bio was anti-philatalist. So I thought that was a funny thing to put. Um, Hilarious. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, I, I wasn't very funny. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. Sean, they're, they're posturing. The th- I'll say this. The thing that keeps this episode from being annoying, like super annoying, like a lot of undercover episodes are, is that I think I appreciate is that Adam Rodriguez never plays it like he actually believes that they're street racers. It's clear that he is only going along with it because he thinks they're funny. Like, it's not like he's never actually duped. He knows that they're, you know, not real street racers. But he thinks they're funny to have around. Which, like, if they were trying to play it like they actually pulled it off, it would be kind of straining credibility. You know?
1: Not only that, they're not actually cops. Also.
0: Yeah, that's true. So, you know. Uh, so, they asked for the next race is. And they can't tell them that. But if they figure out where it is, the old there's an old saying: if you have to ask, you don't belong there. And so Sean finds out. How does Sean find out where the race is?
1: Yeah, him and Sean, uh, him and Gus basically have this sort of uh, you know uh, Three Stooges act where they knock over a bunch of stuff, and Sean gains access to a phone that's on uh, a table, mm-hmm. and he sees a bunch of pictures of birds, mm-hmm. and Abraham Lincoln, mm-hmm. and a tree, and yes. so they. You know they leave the area and mm-hmm. uh, I forgot, I forgot how the mention of lavender's scalp oil that
0: yeah, because Sean's looking for Gus's map, and I, oh, you, yeah. you gotta love it. There's you know, there's not a ton of continuity in the show, but in the in Black and Tan, a crime of fashion, Gus started putting lavender on his head and he's still doing it. A player needs to shine, Sean, correct.
1: And so Sean knows what where the next race is after looking at a map. Um, mm-hmm. basically, it's um. it's lincoln road
0: lincoln road cardinal road seagull avenue and cypress road
1: it's lincoln road cardinal lane seagull avenue and
0: cypress road not cypress hill yeah correct i don't know about you but i don't know about anyone in your life but man did my father george christie get he still is getting a lot of mileage of when some people calling calling people insane in the membrane like truly it's he'll still do it (laughs) i mean it's like jump around right (laughs) exactly i mean it just i don't know what it was i think you know he was like a white guy in his 30s when that song came out but it just really stole it just filled up his imagination um yeah Yeah. uh so they take henry's pickup they steal it um and uh yeah he's sean's posturing a little bit he almost gets in a fight um he tries to get answers about max um and uh, you know Sean's really impressed with the crew though. There's one guy who's awesome. One guy who looks like Flea, you know. Um, you which is feel I feel a like skinny that's skinny Pete a little bit. But let's be honest, it's important to have a guy in your crew who looks like Flea. Um, yeah, I'm kidding. I that's I mean it's it's not bad, but um, anyway. can't hurt. No, it definitely it certainly can't hurt to have a guy who looks like Flea. Um,
1: and so 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 um, what's it called? Tommy does his, like, worst Vin Diesel impression of all time. Mm-hmm. And Sean tries to ingratiate, ingratiate himself to this whole crew. But you know what? They decide it's time to fucking race. Mm-hmm. So they're, they decide, you know, Sean offers the stakes of their pinks. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not what you think it is. It's not the pink slips for the car, which I don't think you call your car registration pink slips, but okay. Yeah, you, do. Yeah, you do. That's a real thing. I don't think,
0: is it? Yeah. I think they're just slips, pink, dude. Pink slips no, is like pink, when you're getting fired. I definitely have heard it called pink slip. Yeah. Oh, okay, slang term. Uh, according to the U.S. Law Dictionary, a pink slip is a slang term for an automobile certificate of title. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, this is so lame because obviously this is not the art proof right now. Remember, in like a Need for Speed game, there's a thing where we could race for pinks, and that was how I like, put you know in that. I didn't play those games. I hate racing games. I only played oh. Need for Speed Underground because I don't know. I it was fun. Um, I, Anyways, I was usually not very good at racing games.
1: Yeah, they're not racing for that. They're racing for some uh, some uh, coupons for Pink's hot dogs, which only exists in LA, I think. Yeah, and it's overrated, um, unless you want like some, you know, hot dogs covered in a ton of fucking shit. I don't know. You mm-hmm. never been
0: to you never been to LA, so you never don't know. LA, no, I've never been to Pinks. Um anyway. You can make uh, your so way out of here, man. I gotta. I mean, now I'm I'll say this, It's gonna be a while given that given my job situation and my period of unemployment, I all of the money I would have used if I go to LA is gone. And so it's gonna be a little well, bit I have, I'll tell I have you this. to get another if job. You ever,
1: I'll tell you this. If you ever come out here, you stay with me. Don't
0: worry I appreciate
1: about
0: it. that. Uh but I was gonna say, yeah, that i Need to get another job. You know that, right? I, I I do know that. And I appreciate that. I need to get another job and then probably work at it for like six to ten months, and then I'll have enough money. But anyway, I'll make my way there. Um. So anyway, they are racing, and what did Sean put in the car to help with the race? Put some NOS, baby, <laughs> some nitrous oxide. Um. <laughs> but unfortunately
1: for him, he switched up the cords and cut off his brake pads instead. Yeah. And, uh, you know, hooked up the Nas. And so, initially, when they first, like, take off on this race, uh, they're getting fucking burned by Tommy. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, Sean wrestles the control for the Nas from Gus and puts it, or, you know, applies Mm -hmm. the the Nas. And they get real fucking close. Um, But eventually, you know, Tommy does win the race Mm -hmm. at the expense of Henry's truck completely getting fucked.
0: Yes, and they crash through a fence, and I do. I just love the line of Sean saying, "If we're dead, can I have the six thousand two hundred eighteen dollars in your rainy day money market account?"
1: <laughs> right. So he knows exactly how much money is yeah. in his account. And
0: so it's clear kind of Tommy. He likes that they're you know crazy, that they're you know balls to the wall. Once again, I I like that the angle is he's entertained by them and not like, oh my god, these are real racers because that would, once again be really dumb. Um, yeah, correct. And so there's a party at the shop the next night, and so um, yeah, they're gonna go. The next morning, Henry gets into his car and speeds out of the driveway by accident because of the NOS. And um, then they get shooed out at the station because they didn't check in with Lassiter, you know? Um, and uh, But Sean's insisting that they keep going because soon they'll get nicknames like Torch and Road Rash.
1: Yeah, and because, like, uh, Max's old crew has been identified in some way. Yeah. So at the same time, cops, the police brought in Padgett, Paget, Paget, mm-hmm. To, uh, you know, for interrogation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was less than forthcoming with his actual communication with Max. Mm-hmm. And because phone records show that he's been speaking a lot to him in the last week. And so apparently the theory of the crime is that Max knew who stole it. And he offered to get the car in exchange to erase his uh, gambling debt. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, Page didn't trust Max enough to... Or, so the running theory for the police is that he didn't trust Max enough for that, so he took him out after the car was recovered. Yes,
0: but what Paget eventually admits to is that no, he when he called right after he got the car back, it was because he thought someone was following him, and so that there's clearly someone else who you know was uh, on on his tail. And so um, what they talk and he about, he said later, as much. He said as yeah. much on the phone. Yeah. And what um, they decide when they're out of the interrogation is that um, whoever it was was a better driver than him because they had to catch up to him. And mm. so, um, you know, there's a little, actually a little moment I like a lot where Jules is talking about the crew and he says it's who they boost cars with. And she, like, looks up at Lassie and gives a smile, like, as if she's proud of herself for knowing the term boost cars. I don't know if you picked mm. up on that. It was a small thing. I did. Uh, yeah. And so uh, Lassie's like, why don't I just go and then slap these guys around? Um, and they decide okay, they're gonna go back in, but there's a little consternation about um Gus's nickname. He doesn't want to be Road Rash. What does he want to be? Mellow Rush. Sean res- suggests Crankshaft or Mrs. Wood- Whittleberry, but what is the final one that he comes up with? Uh, G Force. And he's not talking about the 2009 Disney film about uh gerbils or no guinea pigs um i can't believe that's an actual thing i did not know that it's one of the most expensive movies ever made at the time and it was like not successful at all it's like a cgi movie starring nick cage and sama hayek where they play secret agent guinea pigs um it sounds absolutely, terrible. it's one of those things where it's like, why did Disney buy Marvel and Star Wars? It's because like that was the big budget ideas they had before that, you know. What I mean, it's like that's what you know, like if you look at like 2007 to like 2011 and like Disney live action, it's like, oh, right, that's why they just decided to buy everything. Um, yeah. yikes. Um, anyway, so they go to the party and uh, they're talking to Tommy, he's been really friendly. Um and there's a little party bits. And then at the we cut to later on, where it's just the crew and Sean and Gus. If they were
1: drinking Coronas, I would have been like, okay.
0: Yeah. We're here. Um and so um they're talking about their worst crashes. You know, Stig, who's obviously named after the top gear guy, um, is talking about his crash. And Tommy's last bad crash was at Bonneville. He was trying to get to two hundred miles an hour. Like that so basically that's his life goal, right? Uh No, it's not. But Tommy's life goal is not to drive 200 miles an hour?
1: Oh, no. Wait, Tommy's? Oh, yeah, Tommy's is, yeah, to get to 200 miles per hour. He got to 187, um, but he was bailed out before then. He took a really bad spill, and he was in a coma for about a month. Mm -hmm. And Tommy clarifies, it was actually three weeks.
0: Yeah, because he thinks it's the ultimate thrill, you know, riding, the greatest gift. And what Sean points out is you got to be willing to pay. If you want the ultimate thrill, you got to be willing to pay the ultimate price, which is a quote from Point Break. Which you still haven't mm-hmm. seen, right? Correct. I've seen the it's, remake only. It's 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 on Peacock right now. I'm just telling you. Um, I might watch it tonight. Actually, it is. So, it's so good. It it's it's. I'll say this. It's much better than the remake, which I have not seen, and it's definitely much better than the Fast and Furious. Um, and Atta so boy uh, shaky. What? At a boy. I, I, my I, my movie opinions are generally good. Like even the movies I like that aren't good. I know not that they're not as acid. good as movies. No, I know. Um, but yeah. Uh, Point Break is better than any Fast and Furious movie, probably. I would say, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. And so, Sean finally comments on the burn mark on Gina's hand, and they ask about how she got her war wound. And uh, apparently, Max was driving in Vegas, and they blew through a red light, and they got T-boned, and she now can't use two of her fingers. Correct.
1: Yeah. she. Um... Yeah, cor- that that's 100% accurate. And so, we... No. And we find out that he was an ex-boyfriend of Gina's and uh, Gina wants to talk outside, but she doesn't want Gus there. So she takes Sean with her to her car and she's basically, you know, kind of uh, seeing how much Sean actually knows about cars because she suspects that. Well, he there's a bit
0: that's important. That's a uh, well, There's a common misconception that Sean mentions about the Chevy Nova that they, he says that it didn't sell well in Latin America because it means no-go. Which, like, that's just a myth. It sold fine. Because, although, yes, Nova does mean no-go in Spanish, uh-huh. people in Spanish-speaking countries know the... Uh, Nova is like a word that people... Like, I mean, it's... it, it, it They knew what it meant. They didn't think it meant no-go, you know? It's kind of like correct. the whole thing with JFK saying, Ich bin ein Berliner. They didn't think he said, I... But really don't They understood he meant I am someone from Berlin because they're not stupid. They can use context clues. Um, yeah, correct. Uh yeah. Anyway, I I hate that myth because like the thing it's it it just treats Spanish people like they're stupid. You know what I mean? Like, why would they think Chevy would make a car called No Go? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You, ugh. God. Um. Mm, anyway. Yeah. And so she starts getting frisky, and he thinks she's getting frisky, but in actuality, he's just being frisked. Uh yeah, he's being frisked.
1: Um and, yeah, she pulls a gun on him mm-hmm. eventually. Um, but Sean notices similar marks on her tires as what the accident with Max was, yeah, um, and so again, she pulls a gun out of them, and Gus like knocks the gun out of her hand, <laughs> he pulls out of nowhere, and they start to get into a whole thing where they don't hit women, mm-hmm. um, so they're both about to get fucking owned. Uh, but the cops uh, show up anyways and bust everybody at the place. Yes. And how does Sean get Lassie to punch him
0: to make him keep his cover?
1: By telling him that Reagan was a terrible president, which just, yeah, it, it adds right. up. You're it damn adds damn up.
0: Right. And so uh, we cut back to the station, and Sean and Gus are getting made fun of because they, you know, got beat up by a girl. Um, and, uh, yeah, so they know they see that um, the ballistics on her gun match the gun that killed Max, her real name is Mary Armstrong, and uh, Sean points out. I think this—she doesn't seem like a Mary Armstrong. Maybe a Maria, a Marisol Um But uh, yeah, they—they they, they see the mo— they have a good motive. Um, they have evidence. It seems like she's the guy. Yeah, it seems like that. Um, but Sean feels
1: vexed. He feels like this is too easy. Clearly, like there, there's something else going on. Mm-hmm. So they head over to—I forgot—I don't know where they go to. I said they race over somewhere, and Sean remembers something that Gina still has use of her fingers, uh, but not the fingers that were would have been required of her shooting a gun out the window while driving. So clearly, there had to have been someone else in the car mm-hmm. or
0: something, or or someone else was driving, um, or that like it, yeah. yes, and, and so-, so Gus
1: thinks it's Tommy. Uh, Sean doesn't agree at the moment mm-hmm. um, and it might be because he's still smitten with him in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And so they start to like posit who could possibly be. Maybe Stig. Maybe Juicebox. A lot of Point Break references. Mm-hmm. And Sean is about to go out and confront. Well, and, like, he calls him John- Sh-
0: Gus derogatorily calls him Johnny Utah. Which, yes. I mean, that's fucked up. I wouldn't do that. Um, but one, Sean's about to leave, you know, in a half... And Tommy and the gang uh, come, got biscuits on him, and uh, they they figure out they're psychic detectives. And um, yeah, so they, they figured everything out. And uh, basically, um, Max killed him. Not Max. Tommy killed Max because he went against the group and was endangering this really nice car. And so uh, they. Tommy needs them to get the Lamborghini for him. Because he's about to disappear, but he needs to get to 200 mile an hour before then. So he kidnaps mm-hmm. Gus and makes Sean go steal the car from the impound. Which he does relatively easily, it seems. Mm-hmm.
1: He uses Rice of
0: treats as a bait. Correct.
1: And so, you know, uh, Sean brings the car to him and uh, they all disappear uh, after they get Gus out of the trunk of the car. Mm-hmm. Um, but not before Tommy inspects the car for a tracker. And sure enough, there is one. Um and he's about to take off but he invites Sean to the crew because he's got that kamikaze in him right mm-hmm.
0: which is and also so Sean great.
1: yeah Sean tells him he doesn't have that he's got ck1 on him
0: but that's about it and so you know Tommy takes yeah, off because Tommy says that god's greatest gift is adrenaline but Sean's rebuttal is that god's greatest gift is friendship which that's a beautiful thought now what did what was Sean's contingency plan here what did what did he do to ensure that he wouldn't get away uh he put Vegetables in the tailpipe? Correct.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so we cut to, uh, you know, Tommy uh, in the Lambo uh, cruising down the same highway where I think some other crime got busted. It seems like the same one. From yeah, a, they probably have the same
0: fucking, yeah.
1: From a previous scene. Um, and he's gunning for 200, but he's not going to get there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it looks like he's about to blow through the police barricade, but the car basically craps out before he gets to 200 and before he gets to the police barricade Mm -hmm. and it's all over. He gets arrested and he seems to have no regrets, um,
0: because it's all about the thrill. Exactly. And so he gets arrested. Yeah. Like you said. And so we then cut to, uh, you know. Yeah, Tommy's talking to Sean about how it's still about freedoms and barriers. He calls Gus as M- Mrs. Whittleberry. Um, and yeah, Lassie mentions that Sean's going to get suspended because he stole a car from Impound. Um, And Sean's like, it's Gus. And I do like that Jules takes Sean's side of like, this isn't a regular person. This is Gus we're talking about. And Lassie yeah. says, um, I wonder what you bring to the table.
1: Yeah. And Gus starts to talk about all the things that he actually brings to the table. Mm-hmm. And Sean and Jules talk about possibly getting in the car and going for a joyride because she's got that kamikaze in her, but that's not gonna happen.
0: And she's never seen point break, but she has seen fast break with Gabe Kavlan. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. And what do we give this episode out ten? Seven and a half. So do I. It's fine. There's funny moments. My I think one of the the biggest problems of the episode is that it takes too long to get to the street racing stuff. Like it's it kinda there's like a lot less of them in the street racing gang than you want there to be. Like it's like 15 minutes before they really get involved. And then the last 12 minutes are them not really involved. So it's kind of, yeah. it's a little bit, um, and I feel like there's just a lot of missed opportunities for fun bits of them being a street racing gang. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fair enough. anyway, um, where can people follow you on Twitter? You can follow me at Andre Pereira. And you can follow me at Jay Christie. Please rate if you subscribe, share the show with the biggest psych fan in your life, and more important than that, tune in next time as we talk about a, a real classic, as we talk about Viagra Falls.